If you're having trouble with your boobs and your belly and your thighs and your arms and ready-made clothing has lost its charms, join the group and listen to the cast about making clothes that fit and last self-sewn. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Self-Sewn Wardrobe podcast and live broadcast. I am your host, Mallory Donahue trying to move my microphone up a little bit. And this podcast originally appeared as a live broadcast in the Self-Sewn Wardrobe Facebook group on the Facebooks. So it's a fun place where you can interact with other stitchers. There are lots of fun sewing groups on the internet, on the interwebs, and um, ours is one of them. And it's a nice, positive, inclusive place. So hi, Glenda. Hi, Carl. Good to see you, Carl. Um... And good morning to Lonnie. I am right on time today. If anybody wants to give me a little pats on the back, or if you'd like to feel free to compliment me, I will accept that from you. And, um, oh, look. If you do order a feel free to compliment me pin now, I know a lot of you have ordered them (laughs) before, they come on these cute little glitter cards. Uh, We've upgraded our packaging, so sorry to any of you who did not receive the beautiful packaging when you first ordered them, but hey. Uh, Good morning to Lauren and to Kim, and Kim says, FFTCM, feel free to compliment me. She means me. Mallory. Feel free to compliment Mallory, I, I believe is what that means. So anyway, uh, <laughs> we're, we're excited to have you all here. Uh, good morning to Gina. And I am going to talk a little bit about something that came up in the group yesterday. And I so appreciate when people are posting their projects. And I'm not even like being disingenuous here. I'm not saying, oh, I love it. You know, when the group gets together, like you all are super inspirational. It's fabulous. Good morning to Fred and to Betsy. And uh, when you share your finished projects, I, I so enjoy them. And also when you share your process, I love that too. And I like to see what people are doing. Sometimes it can help us to clarify certain things. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm learning a lot of new things about running this business online. And sometimes I feel like I have the, like, simplest question for a more experienced person. Uh, uh, you know, person doing work like this. And then I know that it can happen too with sewing that someone's like, wait, where is the missing link here? And a step that maybe, you know, I take for granted or a concept that I can take for granted. So I love it when you all share your process. And hi, Karen and Glenda. And hi, mom. Uh, Mom and I, uh, we just got to talk this morning. It was fabulous. Uh, I always love talking to mom uh, in the mornings. And oh, good morning to Sandy and Amanda. Okay. So What I'm going to talk about today is how crotch curves or any pattern feature adjustment, any pattern line in a sewing pattern, how they do not exist in a vacuum. So we included, oh, I'll grab it here real quick. 
We included a 36 inch flexible ruler in the Dressmaker's Delight box. Uh, and actually we have a few of those left if anybody wants to get a box of fabulous goodies from us. You can go to sewhere.com slash box uh, to get that. Anyway, um, we included that flexible curve in the box and a lot of people were really excited about putting this thing between their legs. Okay, so what it is, is it's a ruler and it has sort of like a flexible yet somewhat stable filling that allows it to move around curves. You can measure curves or you can like make a nice curve and then trace it. Uh, really, the possibilities are endless. Or you can, like, measure crown molding uh, or something with it. <laughs> Lonnie says, love it, doubles as a baby teether. Um, I cannot account for the safety of this to be used in your baby's mouth, but, you know, lots of things double as baby teethers, am I right? Uh, so... <laughs> Carl says uh, that that's probably another thing I can't say on PBS. You got it, sir. Um, so I, I didn't. We didn't talk about crotches at all on on PBS when I when I went and visited Fonz and Porter. So what uh, what was going on is and okay, guys, this is a little bit of pregnancy brain. I'm just blanking on who posted this photo. I had it written down. I didn't bring it with me. But they're doing their ginger jeans and they measured their crotch curve. And what they did is they put. They, really smart. They used Wonder Clips, and they put the crotch curve, uh, they put the, you know, the flexible ruler, like, in between their legs, ah, and uh, then they put a Wonder Clip, like, at the crotch area, okay, we say, like, where the water comes out, where the baby comes out. Oh, it's Kim. Kim, I knew it was you. Okay. <laughs> we, we, she put a, she put a wonder clip at the center. She put a wonder clip at the front and a wonder clip at the back, which is really great. And then I imagined that she carefully stepped out from between. <laughs> you guys can't see this, but mom is, mom's on the other side of my monitor here. That's not the right tool. That's not the measuring tape. You got to use, you got to use this. Oh God. I can't even. I can't even take a picture because my phone's being used to film this. It's pretty bad. You're in your dirty shirt. You can't. You can't wear that shirt on TV. Okay. Okay. So she took her crotch curve uh, measurement, her crotch curve shape, and I'm gonna get out my little sketchbook here. Okay. Oh, uh, Becky says she used colored rubber bands to mark her measurements, and. Okay, so the ginger jeans pattern, and we were looking at the back. And Kim, I don't know if you've got the badonkadonk, okay? Uh, if you need, if you have a BGB, that's a baby got back adjustment, okay? But here is the back of the ginger jeans, just very approximately, okay? And then Kim laid her little her flexible curve ruler along there and was noticing like a discrepancy between where her flexible curve was and where the crotch curve was for the size that she had planned to trace. And let's just say her curve looked a little like this. And this is an approximation and her front was like this and she had her wonder clips. And I'm drawing this with like a, a purple marker instead of the blue. So just had some disparate lines there. Oh, good morning, Stephanie. She says, I'm late. Stephanie, I'll be, um, I think I'll be sending out your order today, unless I have to order more, uh, turquoise surgery thread. Uh, okay. So, uh, Kim, Kim, uh, had, had her crotch curve or approximate crotch curve on there. And to me, when I was looking at it, it wasn't like 
that different, okay? It was not like extreme, extreme difference between the pattern and her crotch curve. And then also, she laid it on the pattern and the ginger jeans pattern, as well as other, many other patterns you will use, include seam allowance. Five-eighths of an inch, which is quite a bit of seam allowance. Uh, if you maybe come from a quilting background, it's uh, what, uh, you know, almost three times as much seam allowance. And it can, it, it can affect, it's, you know, you're not, you're not putting that on your sewing line. You're putting that on your cutting line, okay? So even, like, Kim, if you had, and I'm, I'm not picking on Kim here. I'm just talking about this. If you'd put your wonder clip right there at that point there, that's your cutting line. you got to move it five-eighths of an inch in from that, you know, point there. Okay, the other thing about Kim's uh, crotch curve is, so I didn't think it was, you know, too terribly far off. Like, it's not like Kim has some really what I'd call like an extreme body shape or or something like that where this pattern might not fit her. But uh, it was apparent that if Kim actually ended up using the crotch curve from her flexible curve ruler, that she would just need to move her stitching in a little bit. She wouldn't, um, you know, it's, you can always take away fabric, right? You can't always add fabric to to a uh, garment, and when you're when you're doing the recommended procedure of basting the ginger jeans together, it's always more ideal to maybe cut out a larger size than to cut out a smaller size, of course, because you could waste denim. Now we want to get as close as possible. I've given lots of tips on fitting the gingers about choosing size um, in this group. And it's important to remember that the ginger jeans have some negative ease, and they are made of stretchy denim. Okay, so. This is another thing. And while I appreciate the concept of putting any sewing tool between your legs to measure a crotch curve, it's super fun. Remember, you're putting this very close to your body, like right, you know, right on your crotch. And that's not how everything is meant to fit. Now it is, the ginger jeans are, they are meant to fit, um, you know, like a second skin. Okay, that's, that's how she says that they are meant to fit, and that's why they're made with stretchy fabric. The other thing we're not sure about, and Kim did a really good job of pointing this out of when someone else asked a question. They were like, hey, aren't you supposed to put the fronts and the backs together to get this look? And it's like, yeah, you are. Um, and so she said, but the, the thing about that is I'd have to trace my other piece because it was like a mirror image and then put it together. And so anyway, I don't, I don't think this is like a bad idea, Kim, but I'm just, I think sometimes in the, in the sewing zeitgeist right now, people are perhaps over eager to alter patterns before they have sewn them. I say that and perhaps I'm being a little hypocritical here, when I was teaching people how to make the ginger jeans and we'd measure them and I'd say, oh, shoot, you're a 14 at the waist and a 16 at the hips. We're going to blend this together before we cut out your, you know, pattern. And that's, that's a little different. You know, we're measuring the pattern, et cetera, et cetera. So the teacher who a lot of you cite recommending this flexible curve or a crotch sausage or blah, 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 she, I believe, was teaching a class on drafting pants from you know, from the ground up, okay? And so she would have you do this crotch curve, sure, but I bet she also had you take measurements like 
your thigh measurement, okay, I'm drawing a line uh, on, the, on the jeans pattern, and like your hip measurement, okay, and your waist measurement, and your rise, and all that jazz, because the crotch curve, uh, what you're doing with this ruler when you do this crotch curve is, um, is getting the shape, I believe, more than measuring. If I was going to measure my rise, I'd just do that with a normal tape measure, okay? And Jennifer says, which teacher is this? And I don't know. I can't remember who she is, but a lot of you were mentioning her when we were talking about, uh, measuring our, or, you know, getting the shape of our crotch curves using like an aluminum foil sausage or something like that. So you do have a crotch curve, but also like picture a butt. Okay. Picture somebody's behind. Okay. And, uh, I guess it's a good idea to tell people measure this crotch curve with pants on because like you don't want this ruler like going up your butt, right? You want it to smooth, smooth over. If you have like butt cheeks that kind of like are very three dimensional, I'm making the best hand gestures right now. Okay. Um, <laughs> if you have some butt cheeks that are very three dimensional, you want that fabric to skim over that, you know, your two, you know, like butt cheek apexes, right? Uh, apices, whatever. You know, you don't want like thong jeans. Although there are jeans, they're coming back. I guess they were slightly trendy at some point in like the 70s where they unzip, you know, at the back. So these are measurements you can take. Now, Kim said she was concerned about the rise. And this is a measurement that is very important. Uh, and Heather gives the finished garment measurements for the jeans for the rise, for both views. And I think that is like so fabulous. And this is once again, so if you if you say, okay, according to my measurements, I believe I fall in the size eight. And then you measure from, you know, crotch point, right? Like, you know, right up there. You measure up to the point where she says the rise goes and you're like, this is way too low. This is way too high. You can add some more fabric. I'm a little bit more of a an advocate for like the adding in of the of the fabric versus the taking away but mom and I are going to record an episode on I think I want to call it something like stop before you do the FBA or you know something like that there's a lot of um like like I said sort of sort of in the in the sewing world right now it's like people are like oh well you know, I know I'll have to do a sway back adjustment. I know I'll have to do this. I know I'll have to do this and this and this on this pattern. Um, like Riley. Riley was talking about, uh, and I don't, I don't think Riley's watching right now. He's probably at work. Riley was like, I'm going to make these pants, and I think I need to do a sway back adjustment. Or maybe I need to do the, you know, the full bum adjustment or something like that. Well, if you pick a size that fits your bum, and then you have a smaller waist, you'll need to do the sway back adjustment. And if you pick a size that perhaps would fit perfectly at the waist, and then was not big enough for your bum, you'd have to do that full bum adjustment. And then Julian hit the nail on the head here. Hence the use of muslins. So... I think that me, I would call myself like, I call myself like advanced intermediate with ZD being like, you know, on the super advanced end of the scale. I mean, she will take somebody's measurements and literally draw a pattern from them almost freehand, okay? So I'm not quite there yet, but I can look at a pattern and say, oh gosh, this isn't going to fit quite right here, or these measurements don't quite you know, line up with, with my body and I can see that and I can know that. But if you are somebody who's never sewn for yourself before, do 
count on testing, count on making the muslins, uh, ask for help in selecting a size, especially I feel like with the ginger jeans, I had pretty good success helping people start with a starting point for their size. Okay, I, I feel like I'm did that. Um, Jennifer says, I just prefer to flat pattern measure so I can get close to a wearable muslin, but I've learned not to overfit. Better to have extra to take in. Yeah, I think the overfitting is maybe something that I'm observing. And I think it's exciting to sort of be like, oh my gosh, if I could just get this right, I could sew it and it'd be good. Um, I definitely, I like to measure my patterns too, you know. So uh, Kim says, I think I was trying to save time by doing adjustments beforehand, but it ends up taking longer because I probably made the wrong adjustments. So Kim, totally um, possible that you could make the right adjustments, you know. I don't, I don't know how experienced you are in like making pants for yourself uh, and stuff like that. And once again, I don't want it to seem like I'm kind of um, like ribbing Kim for trying to measure her crotch because you all should measure your, everyone should measure their own crotch, you know. Uh, but there, there is a lot to take into account. So don't, don't think that just, just one measurement or just one adjustment will fix everything. Uh, you know, somebody posted a, this a long time ago. Uh, I think it was maybe a Gertie pattern address that they were like, hey, I think I need to do an FBI on this because I have big boobs. And then someone said, you know, I have, uh, I've made this, I have big boobs, and there are a bunch of gathers around the chest, so wait a minute before you do a full bust adjustment, you know, and I was like, yeah, you know, some patterns are just inherently, by their design, or perhaps by their fabrics uh, that are recommended, going to fit differently than others, and so, this is, I think this is a hard thing for people who are very new coming into this to understand. And it's something that I don't think I realized was was maybe a new concept to people. So much goes into how the designer decided to draft that pattern. And a big part of it is the type of fabric. Okay. So you all are talking about the Sorbetto top by Colette. I'm going to take a drink here real quick. And I have not done a lot of research into that pattern. I understand it's a free pattern. And I understand that there was a version released and then like an updated version. And uh, that, that, you know, some people were like, oh, I liked the old version better. And I liked uh, this, the, or I like the new version better. Or, there, or Lonnie, I think, said something like, it had been said that the original pattern had a extremely low bust start, you know, but like it fit Lonnie, you know. And so I think that drafting your own patterns is a really great way to get to know your body. I do. I'm just going to kind of do a little shameless plug for the Easy Tea class. It's what I'm wearing right now. Now, the Easy Tea you know, perhaps at the sacrifice of a more fitted garment is a very simple garment. Now, I ask you to make this out of a very flowy fabric so that you're not wearing a tent, okay? Like, don't make this out of quilting cotton. I ask you to make it out of something very drapey, very flowy, so that when you have this semi-fitted garment on your body, it looks, you know, not like a sack, okay? It looks like something that will flow around your curves. Hopefully, skim over the places where you want to skim over, and it uses your body measurements. And so when I think about things like bust darts, I mean, 
just the size of your actual breast or the placement of your breast tissue is going to change where you need that dart to be. You know, it's just, it's just absolutely like it's, it, it, it's going to, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know how, um, I don't know how else to put that. Like it cannot ever be perfect for everyone on a commercial pattern. Jennifer says, the more I learn about self-drafting, the more interested I am, but I still want to be proficient in using commercial patterns. Absolutely. Especially because commercial patterns can have some really pretty like design details, like collars or like some special pleating or something like that, that you don't want to be like figuring out, okay? Maybe you don't want to be like designing the garment from the ground up, okay? Uh, so I totally get it. And I, I'm particularly intrigued by uh, Decades of Style, their patterns. They have some super cute uh, uh, patterns that are vintage inspired. Carmen, an expert and winner of the Sorbetto Top Contest, says, I had to move my bust darts on my Sorbetto. That's the great thing about darts is that we can move them to fit our boobies. Exactly. And like, I just think we should not be surprised when we have to move our darts. Like, don't, don't, just don't be surprised. Know what's going to happen. You will get to know though. You'll be like, you know, my boobs happen to fit in two commercial patterns, but my belly doesn't. And so that's an area of the pattern I'm going to look at or vice versa. You know, I know that I have, you know, a large bust, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Julian says, I have books on pattern drafting, but I'm a bit intimidated. Start reading them. Uh, They can at least help you to understand the structure of how patterns are. I don't know if you have like the Winifred Aldrich books, the like metric pattern cutting for women, metric pattern cutting for men super intriguing, wonderful to look at just how things are made. Bus darts and like waist darts or princess seams are so, so intriguing. They're so interesting to me. Like, you know, tucking up that fabric and where everything needs to go in order to make that like you know, conical shape for the bust to fit in is just wow, you know. So, uh, oh, Ruth says, the Vogue pattern I'm working on right now has the bust apex marked. Uh, well, oops, I, I lost your comment because because Lonnie corrected herself. <laughs> she, I think she said, well, east of where mine needs to be. But, like, how cool. When a pattern has all those markings on it, if you're like, you know, my apex is in a different place, um you can know. And Jennifer says, even though I rarely draft, the concept made me better understand pattern adjustment. I think Jennifer mentioned taking class or, you know, reading a resource about drafting. Yeah, it can just help you understand. Just like, I don't know. Oh, like maybe you want to learn a lot of details about your car. You're still going to take it to a mechanic, but it helps you understand the situation. Or, oh, medical stuff, okay? You do lots of research on good, you know, uh, good information, not bad information. Okay. <laughs> good medical information. I, I am doing some research right now. I'm uh, going to be uh, taking progesterone shots for this pregnancy, and so I do all this research on it, and then ultimately I'm like, hey, doctor, like, is this... Am I understanding this all correctly? Is is this everything I need to take into account? Blah, 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 blah. You know, so I, I definitely think it's it's worth your while, even if you're not going to draft your own patterns all the time. I do think it would be fun for us to do a another um, 
we're, we're working on our legging class right now, self-drafting your own leggings. And self-drafting leggings is super awesome because not a ton of, like, there's a ton of leeway because you're working with real stretchy fabric, you know? Um, so that's super, that's super great. But I think I'd like to do something called, like, the tailored tee where maybe it is uh, a woven t-shirt that has set-in sleeves and the bust starts. Sort of, well, I mean, there's millions of patterns like this, I'm sure, out there in the world right now. But uh, sort of like the Scout tee from Grain Line Studios, a lot of people have been making that. And then they're like, oh, the bust dart doesn't fit me nicely. The this doesn't fit me nicely. Da, 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 da. Um, and so, yeah, you know, maybe you need it moved. Maybe you need um, to use, maybe you need to use different fabric. I've seen a lot of people... Uh, who are using some very stiff fabric on those garments that doesn't, I think it disappoints them. I don't mind if you want to use stiff fabric. I'm wearing one of my stiffer easy tees right now. This is a linen cotton blend, okay? So um, the other uh, thing I wanted to talk about real quick is, you know, when you are drafting your own patterns, there's no need for this full bust adjustment. There's no need for this. Uh, you know, sway back adjustment, etc. Like you're working with your measurements. And so like, ta-da, you know, that's, you're working with them. That's fine. Um, yeah. Sandy says, I've made that mistake. Uh, the wrong fabric can make all the difference. Absolutely. Uh, it can. I, I think that if you are a person who has a really big bust, okay. And when I say big bust, I mean big in proportion to your other measurements, okay? If you're a person who wears like what I would call like a, a large bra size, but then also there's not a huge difference between like your bust and your waist and your hips and stuff, you can probably work with like the stiffer fabric. But if you're a person who has that like very curvaceous shape, okay, um, that's where that drapey fabric can really come in handy. Otherwise, you do you end up looking like, oh my gosh, I have these big boobs, and then this shirt just you know flows straight down from them, and it's made of this stiff fabric, so it's not doing much for my figure here. Uh, so yeah, Kate says Tent City, absolutely. But there, you you also as the consumer, you need to know, I am buying a pattern for a woven top that only has a bust dart and no closure. So it fits over my head, has no waist darts, ta-da. If I'm a big busty person and I don't want something just hanging down like a tent for my boobs, maybe this isn't the pattern for me. So that is important, okay? Um, <laughs> Jennifer says I have to wiggle into my easy tee worth it. So Jennifer may have done a little bit more extreme fitting than perhaps, like, I recommend, uh, you know, which is fine. <laughs> I wiggle I wiggle a little bit into this one because I want to nip it in at the waist. But, okay, so let's talk about how, you know, if you are nipping something in at the waist, like, only from the side seams, and there are no buttons, there are no zippers, there are no anything – you have to get your shoulders and your bust through the waist area. This is just like a reality, you know? And so that's 
you just have to know what you are working with. You know, you just have to know the shape of the garment you're working with. You think, you know what? I don't look good and, and pancake things or something. I think some somebody made the easy tea on here and like, I made it. I'm glad I made it. But like, I know that I don't like this shape on me, the dolman sleeve where it's just incorporated. It's not a set in sleeve. And, you know, I think I remember being like, I don't think it looks that bad on you. But if you hate it on you, ta-da, you know, like that's all that matters. So keep that in mind. Different patterns are just automatic. Kate, was that you? Uh, yeah, different patterns are just automatically going to have some different results, you know. And so, Kate, I appreciate your um, your support in purchasing the EZT class. And I hope you did learn something from it. But that is... Uh, that is something I think that we we learn over time. You will learn that I don't like this certain type of pattern. Or, you know, mom does not like wrap dresses. I could get her started on that. She does not like wrap dresses at all. She feels like they don't work um, with her bust situation. And she does, uh, you know, she has a large bust on like a smaller body, okay? So that that is where it kind of gets hard to deal with. Um, and so anyway, I uh, I think maybe I'll try and find a blog post written by the lingerie addict. And it's about, of course, lingerie. But she talks about how plus size and large cup size are two different things, okay? So if you are a person, Sam talks about this. You know, she's like, I have big boobs. She's like, but I don't have like a, you know, extremely small waist and then smaller hips. She goes, so a lot of times I just need to move up to, you know, the larger size. She's like, I don't need a full bust adjustment, even though maybe if you were just to, you know, ask Sam her cup size and not look at her, (laughs) you would think, you would think, um, that she maybe, okay, maybe that woman would qualify for a full bust adjustment. Yeah. Mom says, I love wrap dresses. If you're small with big boobs, the concept does not work. So she, she doesn't, I meant for you, mom, like on you. I love wrap dresses. I can wear something with a neckline cut down to my belly button and not show any boobs because I just don't have any boobs. Okay. Um, So, you know, that's, that's my body. Um, that, that's, those are things that I can do with small boot power. Uh, so just, just keep in mind, everybody's different. And, uh, Kim, I can't wait to see what your ginger jeans look like on your butt. You best be taking a picture of your butt when you get them finished. And, um, I am, I am, uh, I'm excited to see how they go. And then it was lovely this morning to look through this sketchbook, it has sketches of costumes from when I costumed some dances uh, in college and some figure drawing. And then I figured out that this sketchbook is from 2008. And I, I bought it when I was studying in Paris. And so it was a nice little blast from the past here. And I mentioned that I got to see a Giacometti um, sculpture in the Des Moines Art Center. And so I just thought I'd let you all know that, yes, I'm obsessed with Alberto Giacometti and I wish that I was him. Um, And here's one of my uh, contour line drawings. So anyway, all right. So uh, let's, uh, you all are starting an excellent conversation about wrap dresses. 
that's something ZD needs to be a part of on a podcast. So you guys keep going and we'll, we'll, uh, um, I don't know what mom said, but it's generating a flood of comments. Have fun with that, ZD. Okay. Well, I hope you get something sewn today. And if you have any more, you know, questions, you can always get a hold of me, Mallory at SewHere.com. And uh, you can follow us on Instagram, The Self-Sewn Wardrobe. And uh, go join the Facebook group, Facebook.com slash group slash Self-Sewn Wardrobe. And yeah, have an awesome day, guys. If you're having trouble with your boobs and your belly and your thighs and your arms and ready-made clothing has lost its charms, join the group and listen to the cast about making clothes.